You're listening to the Crossing DE podcast from The Crossing in Milton, Delaware, a community dedicated to developing devoted followers of Jesus. For online, we've actually got some special guests sort of joining us online this morning. Mark, who is supposed to be up here preaching right now, is joining us online because he's home sick with COVID. And Adam, who probably would have filled in for him, also home with COVID. And Austin, who was supposed to be up here on stage interviewing me today, he's got it too. And Cole, who's supposed to be leading worship. Uh, all of them are sick with COVID. So it's been a crazy week. Um, those are just a few of the people in our church family here who came down with COVID this week. So let's be praying for them, for uh, the healing, and for uh, those who are around them this last week. So. Uh, a little bit of a, a little bit of a crazy week here, but welcoming them also to the online stream. Uh, my name is Chris Vicchio, and I grew up at this church. My wife Emily and I, uh, we were here before the crossing crossed over the highway, and we are missionaries with Pioneer Bible Translators, where we've been in Tanzania for the last 12 years. I'm going to talk a little bit more about Pioneer Bible Translators and our ministry at the end of the time. Uh, first, I'm going to be preaching Mark's sermon for him this morning. <laughs> when I found out he was, you know, sick, and I knew, I already knew what he was preaching about, I said, Mark, uh, let, me, uh, let me preach it for you. I'll preach it for you. I got you. So he sent me the sermon on Friday, and I'm, I'm preaching his sermon. So I embellished it a little bit, so the good parts are what he sent me, and the rest is what I added. Um, but if you have any problems at all with the sermon, you can just come directly to me, and I will give you Mark's email address. We're in the series, The Chosen, and we've been kind of each week following along with one episode of the TV show, The Chosen. This week, the homework is to watch season two, episode one, Thunder. So we've already gone all the way through season one, starting season two, episode one. So you should watch that this week, and we're going to be continuing with that series this morning. Before we jump in, uh, I'd like to pray. So let's pray. It is good to praise the Lord and make music to your name, O Most High, proclaiming your love in the morning and your faithfulness at night to the music of the ten-stringed lyre and the melody of the harp. For you made us glad by your deeds, Lord. We sing for joy at what your hands have done. How great are your works, Lord. How profound your thoughts. You, Lord, are forever exalted. Amen. What delights you? What delights you? What brings you joy? What delights you? I was kind of thinking about this uh, in the last literally 24 hours that I had to prepare. And, you know, I'm not a really big hugger. Just, you know, I mean, I'm cool with hugs. I'm just not, you know, I'm just not a big hugger. But... My daughter, Sayla, is six years old, and if I come home uh, you know, from being gone and she runs up and gives me a hug, just puts her arms around me and squeezes, I just melt. I'm done, you know? Uh, that delights me. Uh, coffee, I, good coffee delights me. I'm kind of a little you know, obsessed. I, like, I have like a hand grinder because I like to make coffee making as complicated and difficult as possible. It's because I delight, uh, it just delights me, I like coffee. Um, the smell of the ocean, especially if I haven't been to the ocean, you know, in a while, 
coming back to the beach. You know, I grew up, I grew up here, so it, it just brings back so many memories when I smell that salt air, you know, smell the ocean, that delights me. My, my parents are Chip and Francie Vicchio, and so if you've had my mom's cheesecake, oh man, that delights me. Or last week she made stuffed shells, oh, forget about it, oh man, I was... <laughs> we could go on for a while about my mom's cooking. Here's something else that really delights me. Take a look at this video. And I just want to ask you in front of a church family here, Mark, do you believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God? I absolutely do. Uh, are you saying t tonight that uh, you want Jesus to be the Lord and leader of your life? Absolutely. And by faith, do you want to be baptized in the name of Jesus for the forgiveness of your sin and get the Holy Spirit in your life? I do. Because of your faith, I baptize you in the name of the Father, uh, the Son, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. Beautiful. That was Mark Stellini, baptized last week. I haven't met him yet, uh, so I'm looking out for him. That, I mean, that delights me. I don't know about you guys. What delights you? What delights you? Or to put it another way, what is your greatest treasure? What is your greatest treasure? I hope this makes the top of the list. The Word of God. The Word of God. My thesis today is simply this. The Word of God ought to be our greatest treasure. The Word of God ought to be our greatest treasure. And here's why. We're going to look at John chapter 1, verses 1 through 5. And 14. This is the gospel of Jesus according to the Apostle John. It opens up this way. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. Without him nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. The word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. Word of God ought to be our greatest treasure. First, we're going to think about the spoken word as the communication of God. The spoken word as the communication of God. Looking at verse 3 there that we just read, it reminds us of the creation event, really. Verse 3 says, Through him all things were made, and without him nothing was made that has been made. It's kind of an echo of Genesis chapter 1, right? It kind of reminds us of Genesis chapter 1, Thinking about verse 3, and God said, let there be light, and there was light. There's a God, and he communicates. When he speaks, things happen. And everything that we see, everything was purposely pronounced into existence by the voice of God. This is incredible stuff. 
He just pronounces things into existence. Everything. Everything in this room, from the pews that you guys are sitting on, to the, the piano right up here on the stage, to the photons that are flowing out of these lights and glaring in my eyes, to my eyes and your eyes and your bodies, all of our bodies, all of the tens of thousands of cells and every single drop of blood running through every single one of our veins to the furthest galaxy containing billions of stars that the most advanced telescopes have not even traced. All of it spoken into existence. All of it made and arranged and sustained from the matter that was spoken into existence by God. That's the spoken word of God. All things were made through him. What kind of power is this? What kind of power? It's awe-inspiring, and it's just incredible that God has revealed himself and communicated in this way of his creation. It's incredible. That's the spoken word of God. Now let's think a minute, uh, to con- take a minute to consider the living word. The living word as the representation of God. So we started with the spoken word. Now we're going to be looking at the living word of God as the representation of God. Looking back at our text from John 1, right at the beginning, the first, the first verse says, In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. And then verse 14 says, The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We were just meditating on this, you know, during communion. This is Jesus. His name is Jesus. Hebrews chapter 1 starts this way. In the past, God spoke to our ancestors through the prophets at many times and in various ways. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by his Son, whom he appointed heir of all things, and through whom also he made the universe. The sun is the radiance of God's glory and the exact representation of his being, sustaining all things by his powerful word. Wow. It's the spoken word of God. Now we have the living word of God, Jesus Christ, God's only son, who came, took on the form of a a real person at a real point in time and a real place, humbled himself, became a human being. He laughed and he sang and he got tired and took a nap. (laughs) He was tempted. He felt hunger. He felt pain. But in everything that he did and said and touched and bled, he radiated the glory of God in the exact representation of his being. This is incredible stuff, guys. This is the living word of God. Incredible. We're going to shift gears now and talk about the written word. So we started with the spoken word, living word. Now we're going to think about the written word of God. The written word as the revelation of God. We have the Word of God recorded for us, written down. 
I mean, everything that we've thought about so far about God, everything we've read is all the written word of God. None of what we've thought about so far this morning we would even know without the written word of God, the Bible, God's word. The Bible actually says a lot about the Bible. And this is one of my favorite verses. Listen to this. 2 Peter chapter 1, 19 through 21. It says, We also have the prophetic message as something completely reliable, and you will do well to pay attention to it as a light shining in a dark place until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts. Above all, you must understand that no prophecy of Scripture came about by the prophet's own interpretation. For prophecy never had its origin in the human will, but prophets, though human, spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. Spoken from God, carried along by the Holy Spirit. It's been preserved and passed down and copied letter by letter by letter. It's been hidden and smuggled and lost and rediscovered and passed down for thousands of years, hundreds of human generations, and printed on presses and mass-produced and digitized and bounced off of satellites, sent through copper wire and converted to light, projects on a screen. Words. Just words. But not just any words. Incredible words. These are words of life words of truth, words of hope, beautiful words. You don't need to know a lot about poetry uh, or literary criticism to see that there's something special about the Bible. There's something special about the Word of God. That's why our bottom line of ministry around here is this. Place your full trust in Jesus, the living Word, based on what you see in Scripture, the written Word of God. Place your full trust in Jesus, the living Word of God, based on what you see in Scripture, the written Word of God. If you do this, you can't go wrong. There's other options. I mean, you could get your truth from the tradition of a denomination. You could get your truth from a preacher standing up here on stage, from what your parents taught you. We have access to a lot of information these days. You can read a lot of stuff online about a lot of stuff. <laughs> but there's nothing like the written Word of God. There's nothing like the Bible. Completely reliable. The spoken Word of God. Finally, we have the preached Word. The preached Word. It's really our, our mission from God, right? You know the Great Commission, Matthew 28, all authority, this is Jesus speaking to his disciples, he says, all authority in heaven on earth has been given to me, therefore go, make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. That's why the Apostle John writes in 1 John 1 through 3, that which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, we have looked at, and our hands have touched, this we proclaim concerning 
the word of life. This we proclaim concerning the word of life. All of us who have heard, really, all of us who have heard, who know Jesus, uh, who have come to know the truth, we proclaim this. We proclaim this. We preach the word in our lives. This is not a mission that is just for people who are professional uh, pastors or preachers or ordained or missionaries. Uh, If you know Jesus, all other qualifications are irrelevant. This is our, this is our mission. This is what we are to do. You don't need to get on a plane to go into all the world. It's right outside your door. It's in your neighborhood, at your workplace. It's in the aisles of Walmart. Wherever we are, we who know Jesus, we need to be proclaiming this word, proclaiming the word of life and truth in everything that we say and do. My conclusion is this. Treasure it. Treasure the word of God. Treasure it. Be devoted to it. Drink it. Breathe it. It's the word of God. Just for today, Mark has designed a a model of Bible study. And we're going to actually practice it as an exercise here, interactively, this morning. So brace yourself. I'm going to ask something of you. We're going to use this model, and you'll know Mark made it, because Mark, you know, he has a gift for alliteration, where every word starts with the same sound, right? So this model is pretty simple. It's think, thank, thrive. Think, thank, thrive. Not think, thank, thunk. That's something else. This is think, thank, thrive. Here's how it works. If you're looking at some scripture, you're looking at a passage of scripture, and you want to kind of find a way to sort of get some more out of it, you can apply each one of these and and see what you get. Think, what does the Lord want me to think about this? So what we're going to do is we're going to split up the room. You guys over here, you guys are going to, we're going to, we're going to read a passage from Psalms. We're going to read it together here from Psalm 119. And you guys over here are going to be looking for something that the Lord wants us to think about from the scripture, Okay. You guys in the middle, thank. You guys are looking for what, what can we be thankful for? Lord, thank you for, based on these few verses of what we'll read here, what, what, what can we be thankful for? You guys on my right-hand side over here, thrive. You're looking for what, what can I do to thrive? What can we do, based on the scripture that we're going to read, what can we do so that we can thrive? Got it? Think, thank, thrive. All right, we're going to look at Psalm 119, not the whole chapter, Um, (laughs) just verses 9 through 16. Psalm 119, 9 through 16. So be watching, ready? Here we go. How can a young person stay on the path of purity? By living according to your word. I seek you with all my heart. Do not let me stray from your commands. I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Praise be to you, Lord. Teach me your decrees. With my lips I recount all the laws that come from your mouth. I rejoice in following your statutes as one rejoices in great riches. I meditate on your precepts and consider your ways. I delight in your decrees. I will not neglect your word. 
as you kind of mull it over, think about it a little bit, I'm going to read it one more time, give you plenty of opportunity. Think, right? Thank, thrive. One more time, let's read it. How can a young person stay on the path of purity? By living according to your word. I seek you with all my heart. Do not let me stray from your commands. I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Praise be to you, Lord. Teach me your decrees. With my lips I recount all the laws that come from your mouth. I rejoice in following your statutes as one rejoices in great riches. I meditate on your precepts and consider your ways. I delight in your decrees. I will not neglect your word. All right, let's see what you come up with. Anyone out here, if it's just a simple thing, kind of shout it out. Think. What does the Lord want us to think about from this scripture? His word? Yeah. Anything else? Any other ideas? Sorry? He wants us to think about his commandments. He wants us to think about what he's told people to do. Yeah, for sure. His ways. Think about it. Think about his ways. All right, thank. What can we be thankful for from these verses? Thankful for him? Mm hmm. Thankful, f- yeah. That we have that when we are tempted to display purity, when we are tempted, we display that. Yeah, it says, how, how, can a, how can a man keep his way pure? How can, how can someone, a young person, keep his way pure? According to his word, by keeping according to his word. Yeah, We're thankful that he has given us his word so that we can have help in temptation. That's a good one. Thrive. How can we thrive? By meditating on his word? Yeah, wow, what a great thing to practice, to put into practice, to meditate on his word. That will help us thrive. You live it, you go to the aisles of Walmart and live it. <laughs> live it, yes. Make it happen. That is how we thrive. All right, just an exercise. But this is something you can take with you this week uh, to use as you're reading scripture, as you're treasuring his word. Think, thank, thrive. You can write it down or remember it. Uh, just a little exercise in how, how, we can, how we can appreciate scripture and just, just love his word, treasure his word, and delight uh, in his word. So what delights you? What is your greatest treasure? You know, the things of this world, the delights of this world, they will pass away. But the word of God remains forever. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your creation, for speaking to us and revealing yourself to us, even in all the intricacies of the details of the beauty of the things that you've created. We thank you for Jesus, your living word. Thank you that he has come to us, that he has died for us, saved us. Lord, we're so thankful for Jesus. Thank you for the Bible, God. Thank you for giving us your written word that we can study, that we can have and understand and come to know you more and more uh, through your written word. God, please empower us to be people who preach your word and all of its various ways and layers and intricacies and facets, God, 
Your word is beautiful. You're an amazing God. We love you and we thank you for your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening. And don't forget to subscribe. For more information about The Crossing, visit thecrossingde.com or download the mobile app on the Apple App Store or Google Play. Music for today's podcast is from artist Sounds Like Sander under license from soundstripe.com.